Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. But let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from no decision 913 who says am i the asshole for leaving my boyfriend when his ex died leaving him to take care of his kids full time i female 26 have been with my boyfriend male 30 for two years now he has two kids male six female four with his ex-girlfriend she moved to another state with kids to be near her family when they broke up three years ago he got them on vacations only I knew all this when I started dating him. I had no issue with this, but told him forefront I can't be a parent. I was parentified by my mom and raised my five younger siblings. The oldest of them is six years younger to me, and I had to change his diapers and feed him formula. I went low contact with my family when I left home at 18. I can't imagine doing that again. He was also snipped after the last kid and didn't want more kids. He was fine with me not wanting to be a parent and just be a bonus adult. We were taking it slow and I didn't even meet his kids until a few months back. We took a trip together and got along great. Things changed two months ago when his ex died. Kids were really crushed as they moved into his house. We were not living together but he asked if I could move in to help him out, just for a while. I couldn't refuse and stayed, but I started hating it again. I hated how clingy the kids became and how much responsibility I had. I did my best, but my mental health started getting worse every day. I didn't even get help from my boyfriend because he was struggling too. Last week was especially bad since younger kid had a cold and wanted me to nurse her back to health exactly as her mum would have. The soup wasn't the same. The song and story wasn't told the same way. I didn't hug her the way her mum did, etc. Was some of the long list of complaints. I know she is grieving, but I was already working from home and stressed too. When I told my boyfriend he should take over, he said they need me more since I am a mum. It triggered me. I didn't want to be held to a mum's responsibilities again. I told him I can't do this. He said I needed to stop acting like a child and step up. I understood if I stayed my whole life would be like this, never measuring up, never being enough, and all the responsibilities of a mum. I left yesterday, moved in with a friend. My boyfriend or ex-boyfriend is blasting my phone calling me an arsehole. Am I the arsehole? But Reflection Suite says not the arsehole. I would feel very differently if when you brought it up, your boyfriend had said something along the lines of, I try to be more involved, but I need your support on this. The reaction of, but you're the mum, does not bode well for the dynamic he's expecting. You were willing to compromise by moving in and helping out. I think it's totally fair to not be able to stick it out if he's not able to also compromise and meet you halfway. JD Gang says, not the asshole. It's perfectly reasonable to expect to be the fun auntie when your boyfriend's kids are in the other city. It's just not a common expectation for a young mother to die. 
circumstances changed radically and your boyfriend did not only not respect your boundaries, but he put his own responsibilities on you. Whether or not you wanted kids, that's not a man you want to have kids with. Charlotte Lucas says, not the asshole. It was no one's an asshole here until he called you their mum and a child. I'm sorry for those kids, but setting yourself on fire won't help them or bring their mum back. Your ex needs to get them into therapy and he needs to step up. He is their remaining parent. Electronic Fox says, it sounds like you had a good thing going until you didn't. Maybe next time date men who both have no kids and want no kids. What happened in your situation was always a possibility and the kids have to come first. Better look next time, not the asshole. So OP does update the post and says, last few days were chaotic and full of confusion to say the least. I didn't answer a lot of questions and I'm sorry to all of you for that. I was not in the right state of mind and was overwhelmed by all the replies, as is human nature. All the reasons I was an asshole and a cold-hearted bitch mess with my mind a lot. To answer a few questions. One, I didn't leave without goodbye. I told the kids goodbye. I didn't want to cause too much strain and said I was leaving for a while for work. I did just tell my ex I was leaving. I couldn't take another round of stop acting like a child and grow up. Two, I didn't normally work from home. He asked me to stay home with his daughter, stating he doesn't know how to take care of a sick kid. She really was sick at first and I went along with it, but he refused to even help in the evenings. Three, most of your assumptions about him was true in the sense I almost ended up looking after the kids alone. He rarely did his part. It was either he was exhausted, he couldn't face them, he didn't know how to deal with their grief, or I did it better. It was not what we agreed upon when I moved in to help. I was supposed to help him, show him the ropes, but I ended up feeling like a single mum. Four, as a parent, he got custody. His ex's parents said that was for the best since they were already retired. He did not want to raise the kids. Anyway, I was able to move back into my earlier apartment. Thankfully, the landlord hadn't rented it to anyone else. I did have a lease, but I did not want to keep paying rent and had come to an agreement with a landlord to sublet the apartment from month to month till I am back. Being back in my space, I feel much more calmer. I also met with my ex. After the initial blasting, he called me yesterday asking if we could meet. I wanted to get more clarity too and agreed. He came over, finally got a babysitter and we had a good talk. He apologized for everything he said and demanded I do. He said it was a big, unexpected change for him too. He was scared and didn't know how to raise them, being a vacation dad. Having children home every day and thinking this was how it's going to be for the rest of his life, his words had him terrified. I said I understood, but I cannot be a mum to those kids. I cannot take up his responsibilities. I want to help, but not in that capacity. I needed boundaries. He said he expected as much. He agrees he should never have asked so much of me. He asked if I could help him still. But the kids missed me and asked when I will be back. He needed me, and I refused. I told him I will help him. We'll come around sometimes when I can, as a friend of dad's would. But I won't move back in. I won't be a stepmom. He asked if I was breaking up with him. The truth is, I don't know. I do love him, but it won't work out in the long term. And everything he did and said is still raw on my mind. I said as much to him. I can't be in a committed relationship with him. I won't go anywhere. I will help and support as much as I can, but as a friend. I guess we're ending that relationship. I met kids this morning. I went over there with some pancakes. They asked when I was coming back to live with them. 
I told them I have my own home to take care of, but I will visit them when I can. While surprised, they seemed to be accepting of the situation. They had questions, of course, but accepted I will just be daddy's friend. His daughter asked if I could still be her best friend, and I agreed. I guess that won't be too hard. She gave me a hug before he took them to school and daycare. I actually feel so much better too. This was a whole role I can deal with. I don't know if it was the right way. I hope it works, and thank you for all your replies and guidance. I feel like this is going to be harsh of me to say, because I still do really feel sorry for these kids, but I feel like OP, for their sake, they need to just to slowly separate themselves from this situation. I feel like getting more involved with them is going to start to pressure you again. You know, there was a part of it in the update where he was saying, you know, he was he was scared that this is going to be for the rest of his life and it had him terrified. And, you know, you understood that. And he said he expected as much. He agrees he should never ask so much of me. But then he asked straight away. He asked if I could help him still. That the kids miss me and ask when I will be back and that he needed you. Which I don't know if it was manipulation saying that the kids missed you and all this sort of stuff. But it certainly didn't feel right with me at all. But I definitely think that opie is best off out of that situation but what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story is from a deleted account and there is a couple of warnings on this one of drug use and possible sexual assault so if you do want to skip the story please feel free to do so timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Thank you. And it's titled My 22 Female Boyfriend 24 Male Cheated on Me Whilst High on Acid Because He Thought It Was Me. My partner 24 male and I 22 female joined our friends on a trip to the beach to try acid for the first time. There were only five of us, two boys and three girls, two couples and one extra girl. We took acid while there was still sunlight because apparently it takes ages to take effect and we spent this time drinking beer near our tent with a campfire going on. Mind you, as we're descending into tripping balls on acid, we were also getting quite drunk. I'm very lightweight, so I didn't have much to drink. My partner, on the other hand, had plenty. When it started to kick, it was funny. I felt like the sand was grassy and I kept hearing Billie Eilish singing to my ear when really it was the wind blowing so hard it was whistling. This is where it goes downhill. Maybe like four to five hours later, I decided to go on a walk and had two friends join me because I couldn't go to sleep. My partner wanted to stay in our tent because he wasn't feeling well, so I said sure. Our other male friend who was coming to walk with me told his girlfriend to stay with my boyfriend so she could look after him in case anything goes wrong. 
We all thought all was well, until we got back. When we returned, first thing I heard was just obnoxious moaning and breathing. Me and the others panicked, so we immediately went into my boyfriend's tent and lo and behold, both naked. Someone's girlfriend on top of my boyfriend. I ended up vomiting and passing out on the shore, but I heard a lot of yelling and crying. I woke up in my tent and saw my boyfriend sleeping next to me. Honestly, I had to really think whether I hallucinated him cheating or that it really happened. Our other friend's girlfriend had apparently left during the night without letting any of us know, so there were only four of us. My partner's excuse was that he genuinely thought that girl was me. The smell, the eyes, the hair, etc. When I realized it was all real, I just cried and have been crying since. I've never felt so broken, betrayed, confused and hurt at the same time. I want to make excuses for him and think maybe it was just a mistake, but he full on cheated. Four years down the drain, just like that. I've been staring at my sister since we got back, but he hasn't stopped texting and calling me to apologize and says he's disgusted with himself and that he genuinely thought it was me. I haven't spoken to him since, but I'm so tempted to. I miss him, but I'm just so hurt. I'm so confused. Should I break up with him for it? Edit. He'd been planning to propose to me for a month. He apparently made a custom order for an engagement ring to suit what I specifically liked. Told him that he can forget about proposing as he'd fucked up big time. For context, the night it happened, he said that it was so dark in the tent that he could barely see anything and that the only light source was the campfire behind the tent. He wasn't wrong in that part, but surely you could feel and hear the difference. The girl had a deeper voice than I did and smelled entirely different from me. We had different perfumes, and she was blonde. I dyed my hair straight to ginger. Dropping the proposal bomb on me just left me all the more confused and torn. How am I supposed to break up with him when he had been planning this all along? I feel like the asshole now, even when I know I'm not. He knows I've been waiting for him to propose for over a year now. Now, in the comments, Impossible Disc says, Obligatory dropped tons of acid, blah, blah. Tripping balls with an ex in my early 20s, and then my girlfriend morphed into her dad while we were amorous. Horrendous stuff. Gee whiz. I believe this could happen in the dark quite easily, and genuinely perturbed at the folk claiming to be acid experts claiming it can't. I also think the point about sexual assault are valid and concerning. For sure, and for someone who always errs on the side of he cheated, good lie though, I'm finding it very difficult to fault your Schrodinger's boyfriend. I am sorry this has happened to both and hope you find the path to happiness, with or without each other, but please let us know what happens when you let him out of the box. Tasha replies to that and says, yeah, it's crazy how a lot of people are saying he couldn't confuse the girl for the girlfriend while tripping. First time I took acid, I thought there was a fish in the wall in my room and I couldn't sleep thinking the fish would die. Because how can you survive outside of water? The room was pitch black and I definitely couldn't see anything. I was just convinced that the fish was there. Also, I thought the floor was made of glitter and then my girlfriend was a literal goddess, like flying and shit. Stars of Sobek says, I don't know, OP. I can't comment on LC, but alcohol will absolutely fuck some people up badly enough that he could have blacked out completely at some point. I'd argue with the info you have here. Your boyfriend mixed substances and he obviously didn't tolerate that well. He was sick from the intolerance, so much so that he couldn't leave his tent. The other girl was obviously well enough to be entrusted in babysitting your boyfriend. The other girl was obviously well enough to enter his tent. The other girl was well enough to take off and run from the tent. The other girl was able to leave the beach before anyone found out. The other girl was now missing in action and you can't get a hold of her to get clarity. Your boyfriend, on the other hand, sounds like he was very, very serious about this relationship. He was even making a very personal and thoughtful custom ring to propose with. 
Your boyfriend has been desperately calling and texting, trying to reach you. He keeps apologizing. I'm not saying stay or go back to the relationship, but it sounds like your boyfriend was raped. He was too out of it to consent. And that's the kind of thing that needs to be discussed with him. If anything, I say don't do party nights for a while. Get some space and therapy for this. If you decide to go back, you need to be 1000% that you can trust him and vice versa. He may be feeling very abandoned right now too. Couples therapy may be the way to get back to that trust. Or it may just be time to cut ties and have some space. It's really up to you. Well, a writer says, very possible, even likely, that your boyfriend was sexually assaulted. He's drunk, tripping, sick. That's probably dehydration on top of everything else, and alone in a dark tent. One of these things would make him vulnerable, and at this point, he was all for. At the same time, the other girl was at least cognizant enough to presumably safely zoom out of there. Pretty disturbed by some of the other comments on here but they have driven me to finally commit the faux pas that I have rolled eyes at so many times and in the past and ask, what do you think if the genders were reversed? But OP did leave an update and said so much has happened in the past hour. Our friend was able to get in touch with a girl who was caught with my partner because he went to the girl's house and no one ended up being there. I try to break it down as best as I can, starting with my partner whom called off work to come to me so that we could sit down and talk about it once and for all. I asked him if he could possibly leave work early as I knew I wouldn't be able to sleep. Anyway, from his perspective, while being in the tent alone, he couldn't tell whether he was asleep or not. He thinks his eyes were open, but it wouldn't make a difference whether he blinked or stared into the abyss. He said he was really dizzy, but really hyper, but then also really tired that all these feelings made him nauseous, but not to the point where he needed to throw up, just enough for him to feel like he needed to lie down and relax. He said he heard the tent open. He didn't react because he naturally thought it was me. He said, you going to bed? As the girl he thought was me just plummeted herself onto the sheet next to him. He couldn't recall whether he heard a response, but he said he felt a kiss on his arm. He went in to spoon her and say goodnight until he felt a kiss on his lips. He kissed back and it progressed from there. He said he consented with his body as he thought it was me, but not because he was hallucinating, but because he couldn't see anything. He had his eyes closed most of the time because he couldn't see anyways, apparently. Then they got naked and she straddled him. They didn't have intercourse, but instead were dry humming naked. He said he couldn't even feel anything, as if no one was on top of him. Then the tents were ripped open and he thought it was just her closing it behind her, but it was us. Then he saw us and got really confused. This was when he thought that maybe he was hallucinating, hence the no reaction. He thought that there was no way he could see me outside the tent when I was straddling him naked. Then the guy started yelling, the girl got off him, and he went out of the tent naked. He said he forgot he was naked and got so confused as to what was happening. And he saw me vomiting and pass out. The whole time our guy friend was yelling at him. He carried me back into the tent and stared at me for a good minute. He looked at our friend yelling and asked if this was real. Then he realized it was. That's when he started getting agitated stress and started crying because he realized he just cheated on me. Then the girl disappeared and they didn't notice until the guy stopped yelling to ask the girl what she was doing being on top of him. He told me the girl never spoke, only moaned. He thought it was me as we had similar hair length and was confusing her eyes for mine whenever he caught a glimpse of light on her. I gave him a hug when he finished explaining. We were both crying at this point and still are. I asked him if he needs help reporting this girl to the police and he said no. He said that he thinks she confused him for a partner too. I said there's absolutely no way that happened when she could see her boyfriend across the shore walking with me. He said that he didn't feel assaulted because he was reacting to it with the same energy, that it was definitely weird finding out it wasn't me in the end. 
Still, I urged him to think about it carefully but offered my support because I know how disgusting and weird it is to think that we'd get raped by the same people we trusted but that it needs to be addressed. He said he'd think about it. I said my side and how I saw it. Then we sat in silence for a while. I ended up talking about the good moments that happened that night. We were both relieved that we talked about it and it genuinely felt like he was telling the truth. I've known the man for five years. He physically cannot lie. He said he understands why I thought he cheated because he also thinks he cheated. He brought up the proposal because he was terrified of losing me but admitted to the bad timing of it. I shared my own guilt and apologized for leaving him in the hands of someone else for allowing it to go that far but everything. Now he's taking a shower and going back to work after and I'm shaking as I'm typing this. As for the girl, buckle the fuck up. We finally heard from our guy friend and apparently she'd been missing in action because she was in the fucking hospital. She got her phone taken away by our mum. Our friend went to the girl's house because he was sick of waiting for a response and no one ended up being home. He then got the mum's number from a neighbour they were close with and called her and then was able to speak to the girl. Fucking weird if you ask me. Her own mum told our friend she was home safe but she'd been in the hospital this whole time. She said she left because of how disgusted she felt when she realised what she had done. She said she just wanted to lie down but confused our tent to be theirs. They were all the same colour. When she heard my partner say you going to bed, she said she thought he'd said no sex and immediately heard her boyfriend's voice instead of mine. As in confused my boyfriend's voice to be her boyfriend's voice. So she initiated small kisses and when he reciprocated, she was reassured that it was indeed her boyfriend. Completely forgotten about the fact that he was 20 footsteps away from her completely forgotten that she was asked to watch my partner in case anything happens. And so when she realized what she had done, she left without saying anything and took an Uber home. Then jumped out of the moving fucking car because she thought the car wasn't moving and the car wasn't moving because she was home. Ended up fracturing her arm, staying longer in the hospital for suicidal ideation and getting infections. And I think she's being fine for endangering herself and others for being high on acid. She did end up saying that she accepts whatever happens to her whether we reported what happened or beat her up, etc. Our friend said she sounded very remorseful and worried for all of us, especially my partner and I. She said herself that she thinks she raped him because she was the one who had initiated it. We were waiting to hear more from him about her and, and now he's on his way to visit her. A lot about it is still very unclear to us and doesn't add up. Needless to say, I am both relieved and horrified to have both parties' perspective. This has been such a big fucking day. It doesn't feel real. We'll continue to work on this and may probably need therapy. The situation ended up a lot bigger than me and I feel like the only ones to blame were ourselves. We allowed the situation to happen and it didn't matter if it was intentional or not. We were irresponsible and really stupid. We thought the beach was an awesome idea for the solitude, silence and the view. But we didn't factor in the darkness and the consequences of drinking and taking acid at the same time. Hell, one of us could have even drowned despite the ground rules we put out and despite it being a low tide that night. It was really, really dumb and set up to fail from the very beginning. As for our relationship, we're coming to an agreement to have some space between us physically as it felt like it would have been too soon to start sleeping on the same bed and to get therapy together. We'll talk about it more after his shower. I'm going to stay at my sister's, but I'll also be seeing him regularly to continue supporting each other. We're both still shaken up and quite traumatized from it all, but we're both willing to work it out. We've heard one another and decided to trust each other and obviously created very heavy boundaries regarding drugs and alcohol. I'm not the type to develop trust issues, so I'm hoping healing from this will be easier than how everyone makes it out to be. For the people that have commented and shared their own experiences, 
Thank you, especially to those who have challenged my perspective and called me out on my own shortcomings, excluding the ones who are flat-out insensitive assholes, talk and choke. I thank those who have given me sound advice, those who have educated me, and those who have given us well wishes. I really, really appreciate the time you've invested into this. I'll answer questions, but I might delete this profile shortly after. Thanks, everyone. And I'm kind of lost for words on that one. There's a lot of advice below, you know, and a lot of people sharing their own experiences with it. <laughs> Some wild ones there, Jesus. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Absolute wild one there, and I'm exhausted reading it, to be quite honest. But let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully, I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. No, no, no. Okay, I know that today will be Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah.